Coming to you from Studio 507, you are now listening to the Fanville Hockey Podcast, your one-stop source for all things NHL. Join the crew as they cover the biggest highlights and stories from around the league. Now, it's time to drop the puck with your host, Evan Johnson. We are live from Studio 507. This is Fanville 69. Nice. All the jokes can be uh, released right now. Anyone have anything funny about the number 69? Nice. We've all been waiting a long time for this. It's hilarious. Some more than others. Very funny. <laughs> nice. I nice. am your host, Evan Johnson. I'm joined by Drew Dolke, as always. 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 We have picked up some trades from the trade deadline. We picked up Trevor from wherever the hell he's been. Hello. He's been Hello. reactivated from LTI. So Trevor Smith's back from... <laughs> yeah, we traded him for Dead Cap. <laughs> Nice. And we've also um, we picked up a Cody Pease off of waivers. Hello, hello. He's our producer, as we've mentioned multiple times. You've just never been able to hear his voice. So he's joining us here for this trade deadline show and 69. Of course, he's here. He's got to be here for that. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> I have heard his voice. He's the intro. I am the that intro. You, the you have heard my I voice. I was wondering who was that guy yeah. I never met you in person. I was like, man, who yeah. is this? Yeah. That's it's how long me. he hasn't been here. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been How was LTIR? Recovery sucked. The NHLPA was... <laughs> really don't, giving don't you a hard time. It was giving me a hard time. They helped. Well, so, the NHL might be having a hard time if they don't get a New Jersey sponsor or manufacturer, I should say. But New Era is a company that has interest in becoming the next Jersey manufacturer. As we all know, Adidas is the current, and they took over for Reebok. Adidas... Like I said, is currently doing the jerseys. They've been doing it for the last, give or take, five or six years. They brought us basically reverse a whole retros. new set of jerseys, the reverse retros. They bought. They brought us a new Stanley Cup patch. I mean, they've, uh, they've all been hit. Yeah, a lot of a lot of positive vibes from the Adidas jersey and the jersey branding, uh, from both the ones that they wear on the ice to the ones that people can buy. Uh, for themselves to go to the games and stuff like that. I think from an overall perspective, I think they've done an A-plus job. They introduced the prime green um, side of things, which is all recycled material. So all the jerseys are made from fabrics and stuff that have been used for other things that they've now created into the the actual jersey. So a lot of things, a lot of positives have come from the Adidas brand and the NHL but now you know their their contracts do they can still sign a new one this is this might not be the end of Adidas but there are talks that Nike wants to become a big part of it the problem with Nike is Nike runs everything else everything else and we're talking like the NASCAR jumpsuits like we're talking, uh, we're yeah. talking like everything. We're talking like motocross outfits. We're talking okay. everything. I didn't know they went that. They deep. basically, if they would get the uh, the NHL is like the one they don't have. Hmm. They have all college sports. Yeah, I knew that one. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate because I kind of want to see what like a mock up of that would be. It, would it probably looks similar. Probably pretty cool, but <laughs> and that's what because Adidas and Nike kind of <laughs> running hand in hand with each other. Mm-hmm. Because it's monkey see, monkey do. If Adidas does something, then Nike does it the year later. And then if Nike does something, Adidas copies it. Kind of like Apple and Samsung. The, you know, they always try to one-up. Yeah, they're always, always right, different. But that's not monkey see, yeah. monkey do. That's no. like, well, if... It'd have to be something different to go with a different company. Well, like if Apple made, let's say they made the third lens first, 
and then oh well then Google has to make a third lens and then they have to do something right. else to and then Cricket Mobile has yes. to make a third lens. <laughs> it's like you see, it's like everyone <laughs> right, right, right. as what the other one did, but they had to figure out one way to. But what's one, one little differential? Mine right. shoots in four K. Mine, wow. mine's at four point one K. Yeah. Now here's a, here's, a, here's a question. AK does not. What what thing. what do you think? Let's say for instance, if Adidas and NHL could not figure out a final contract, how do you think the new era would try to stand out compared to Adidas or Nike or Reebok brand? Do we even so, say that new era was in on this? Yeah, yeah. New, new era, era is the company. company that's looking into right. It. He's saying, what new is that going to look like? What are they going to differentiate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, involved now. New era. Of- Background on New Era for people that don't know that's not a super popular brand. They do the baseball hats, but like they probably the have a stranglehold on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, been I mean those are MLB doing, hats. Yeah, they've been doing MLB mm-hmm. hats forever. But that's like their well, that's their baby. That's basically, their that's their thing is the so baseball hats. But yeah, so I mean, looking at the quality of the baseball hats, I mean, and actually seeing some and actually ha- owning some, it is a heavier material. But I think what Adidas did was they made the jerseys breathable with like the dots yeah. on the shoulder and stuff. And they look more performance. Yeah, forward. basic. Ba- the top is basically penny. Yeah, and yeah. like having but, it, but you never, you never vents basically. Yeah. 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 So but I, long story short, you already know that New Era is going to bring that because you know the players are going to. They're expecting it. They want gonna, that. They want that. Now. They're going to want the movable. So you're gonna, they're probably going to want something lighter because the jerseys yeah. that you buy, like we have, versus the jerseys that they actually wear. Uh, me and Drew saw examples of that. The jerseys they wear are heavy as shit compared yeah. to these. Like if you held three of these, it would probably be it, the equivalent it would, of one. It'd be weight right. of one. Right. But that's just because they're cut resistant. Yeah. They they're an actual. Well, they're trying to be cut resistant. Piece. You know. Mm-hmm. But they're they're just made. Make a them lot of better. Kevlar so you can take <laughs> shots to the stomach. <laughs> You need, right. you I would love one of those. <laughs> That's what you need to start doing in our beer league games. You need to start wearing a Kevlar vest underneath. <laughs> After two uh, bruised ribs, I've been looking into it. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they did if New Era potentially got on. Because like, I honestly don't know how you could... How do you really change it? ...one up Adidas right mm-hmm. now. Because Adidas right. has done so well in the two or three years that they've been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Adidas is also brought... And they didn't physically bring this, but they allowed it to happen. They allowed... The, the trackers to be inserted. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. Uh, that could be a thing for New Era, hiding Wearables. the tracker. No, hiding the tracker. The tracker, you can, the right see, yeah, you can see clear as day if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe New Era could find a way design to something to hide there. it. Or like right in the, right behind the NHL logo on the neck. Or I, I was like thinking leading on the fight into, strap. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, like the, the fight strap seems not, like the best place. Connected. But if they get in a fight, it's getting pulled off. Not, you have no idea. There could be a chip that falls off. You have mm. no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's up to that's, New that's Era. That's I don't know. That's, well, that's, that's for them to that. figure out and for us to speculate. That would right. be an interesting concept, though. Because that the first time How we do saw they those, the tech. little tracker things, I was like, that, what's on his shoulder? Huh. It, it, like, it sticks out. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a USB port. Dongle. Yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. But anyway. Moving on. Speaking of new eras. the uh, Yeah, there's a new era in Fanville. We've added Facebook to our social media arsenal. So we think we have everything covered. There, The only thing we're missing on Facebook would be possibly a Facebook group. We don't have enough so that. possibly Probably going to need a Facebook group. Yeah, on we could it, yeah. possibly you know venture onto that. But it's the same as all the rest of our social media stuff, Fanville Hockey Podcast. You can look it up on Facebook. 
or like we always say later on the advertisements that we do for ourselves, it's always in the links on anything. Yeah. So if you check the link on TikTok, Instagram, it's all on the same link in description below. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah, it's yeah. all pretty easy to get to. If you're listening here, you should be able it's to like find everything clicks. else. Like three clicks. That's all it is. Right. Drop down menu. Click the link. Boom. You're so good. You're done. Bam. Now you can look at pictures of your niece you don't talk to, your grandma's weird posts, and And Linus Olmark scoring a goal. Linus Olmark scoring a goal. We didn't talk about that last week. Linus Olmark scored a goalie goal against Vancouver. We forgot to mention it because we were so caught up in the pre-trade deadline deadline. There was so much stuff (laughs) last week. That we did, we forgot to talk about it because it happened the day before and we just never got to it because it was later in the week. But, you know, goalie goals, uh, Trevor was talking pre-recording, you know, they're, happen- they're happening a lot more frequently now than what they did five, six yeah, years ago, like a while ago. And we think it's because more goalies not are forced to play the puck, but they're more comfortable playing the puck because it, it's another weapon that you can use to shut down an offense. I think they need to. Yeah. I think goalies need to do it more only because that what makes them different. Like if me and Evan were both went save or save and let's say a tryout and one played the puck and the other didn't, obviously they're going to take the one who plays the puck because yeah. that's another arsenal to that goalie's repertoire. Because right. I think that was a big thing as to why the Blues won their 2019 Cup Yeah, Bennington played the puck really so good. well. Another one for the St. Yeah. Louis people, the year that we played Nashville, Pecorine was Just their best player and not even as a goalie. He played as a third defenseman the whole series. Yeah, because he was and so And we good. could not get a cycle or anything so it's like, going. Yeah, it's really huge when you can incorporate that mm-hmm. goalie yeah. as like a third person to make it's outlets and quarterback. Player, yeah, it's, yeah. it's huge. It's so. literally, they literally, like most people know, like sports or quarterbacks, pitchers, goalies, and you're like your main players. But yeah, adding a third defenseman to basically make it a six on five for that brief five seconds that they go out and play the puck, you know, because what it allows, you know, for just simple possession. Yeah. What you're doing is you're automatically getting possession. Your defensemen aren't getting slammed into the boards. So you're saving bodies, you know, from injury and stuff. And then on top of that, most, if your goalie is actually good at it and your team knows that they're good, the defense won't even go to the goalie. They'll flare out and pick a side. And then it's a passing option. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into... It changes your, your breakout. Yeah, the goalie starting your breakout versus your defense, and so you have an extra guy breaking out, which should... Lead to more goals. ...turn into an odd man rush. Going right. That's that would be how huge. it should go. But obviously, it always doesn't happen. Yeah. So goalies you, out there, work on your uh, stick handling. You brought up Nashville. Yeah. It's a really big thing. Barry so Trotz. Nashville and Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz coached Pecorine back in the day. Now he's going to be the GM of the Nashville Predators. After this season, their current GM is... Retiring, you don't see this much of a guy retiring and bringing somebody in as basically like a mentor or uh, a Padawan if you like Star Wars. Padawan, but yeah, so Jerry or Jerry Trotz, Jerry Trotz, <laughs> good old Jerry Trotz. Jerry Trotz will be, you know, he's been sitting alongside of the current GM going on um, trade deadline stuff like that. I'm interested to see how Barry takes his team. Uh, as a coach, he basically made playoffs, you know, 75% of the time as his coaching uh, career goes. And he coached for, you know, the National Predators, Washington Capitals, and New York Islanders, and won a Stanley Cup. And he also won a Calder Cup with the Portland Pirates. How do you guys see Barry Trotz as a GM versus how he was as a coach? Is it similar or different? I think different because one. 
he has no control of the systems, no control of the basically, I guess, a locker room environment that could go on because I think that's more of a head coach's job to create that good locker room environment. It's going to be hard for him just to supply the players, supply the money, figure out the cap, figure out what he can do instead of just have not worry about that and just putting the best team on the ice and creating that good environment. I think he'll still do well, but I think it's going to be definitely a lot harder and more challenging for him. I'll be interested to see. I mean, I can't really say I know too much of Trotz's coaching experience. You guys did mention when we were talking pre-cast um, about his time with the Capitals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he's able to manage a team that I would assume had some pretty good pieces on it, I would imagine that, I mean, move that to the front office. I don't think it'd be I think his biggest thing going different. for him is he took a very mediocre Islanders team to three straight Eastern Conference Finals the year he quits their horrible. Same exact team. So he was able to really take something from zero to here. Yeah, I I think the players really play for him. Yeah, and I think More even though that. he's not a coach and they're not you know quote unquote he's not directly for in him, the, yeah. they know that he's he'll bring there something. And watching. Well, and, and you would hope these, he brings some a of these culture players are still there too. from 2014. When yeah, when he right. was with the Nashville Predators. So um, the the other thing to mention too is like Trotz is a very defensive minded coach. Yeah, right. And they have a good goalie right here. Get your offensive chances from your defense right. playing so well. They don't have much defense right now. Nashville doesn't. No, but if you look at it, their goaltending is UC, is UC Soros and Kevin Lincoln. And right now, no, but, I agree. But, in, but in the future, no, I'm going to be saying like he'll probably be more heavy as far as putting more money into the defensive core yeah. than his offensive core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which you know, and but, he'll be the guy to make those here, calls. Here, I just so. thought of this. Nashville has drafted the most NHL caliber defensemen, like top two in the last, like ever since they've been in the league. Mm-hmm. They brought in a lot of good talent that have, has been traded to other teams and been a top two, top four in other teams. So the, the, the scouts on Nashville are really good at picking that up to the point where, you know, that might benefit from what you were saying, Trevor. Yeah. If you hear it fuzzing, that's my computer. Or it's mine. Mine's or like, it's the buttered biscuits in the middle of the table. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like yeah, Barry Trotz is a very decently heavy man. Yeah. I wonder how much butter he puts on his biscuits. Probably not as much as Evan does. No. Dude, I will say Evan, he probably butters some biscuits, man. Yeah. Here's the problem. We've been, some he's going to biscuit up them. Butters, Evan, boys. we've been here. Biscuit up them butters. <laughs> we've been here since 1130, and it is currently... Almost two. Almost <laughs> two. It's been a day. And we turn this into an event. Oh yeah, that butter is still on those biscuits. Let alone the biscuits have still been on this plate, and you still have not eaten them. Even though we took a break, and you said you would eat them, so started with four. Okay, and now we're to two. Dude, honestly, like it looks like the butter hasn't even moved at all. I it think it's melted. so. What do you think it's gonna do? The butter sit here and melt. The butter is, or the biscuit is, just, it's room temperature. It has nothing yeah. to melt yeah. to. Like when it first started on there, when that first. It's gonna be like a hard ass biscuit now. Drew, you what, my get food? your hands off the See, and now biscuit. he complains about something someone touching his food. You, you, you know what t- just for this? I'm gonna I'm gonna let this set up for next week. Oh my god. <laughs> that is not a good Actually, idea. I would be kind of want to see that. <laughs> out. Um, I will say this is so off topic, but one of the kids I knew in uh middle school, 
You know those little plastic ice cream cups with the little like piece oh, of little wood spoon? Yeah. yeah, he had one of those dump over on his desk one time, and he went on vacation, and he came and it back, stayed on his, and desk? it stayed there. Well, he forgot about it. Like he didn't know that it dumped over, and it stayed there. And by the time he found it, when he got back, it was like hard. It was like basically play doh, and it stayed in that shape. So put your butter in the fridge, y'all. Don't leave it set out. Don't leave it set out. I will say it's nice if you know dinner's coming up. You put a little butter on so it can get room temperature so it's easily spreadable, which is kind of how this butter looks. But but you can't leave it out all the time. This butter looks gross to me. Butter in general is getting gross to me. It's a lot of butter. It is so much butter. I prefer jelly or jam. You see, I like to live... Or preserves. I'm kind of like a southern belle. I love butter in all the things I use. Yeah, I'd have butter. And uh, that makes me want to transition to the talk of Atlanta Thrashers potentially going back to Atlanta. How does Possibly. butter relate to this? Southern Southern cooking? When was the last time you had Southern cooking? Never. I'm going he's, to he's uncultured. That, and yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking Atlanta, like soul food. You're uncultured. Louisiana, you know, gumbo. You're putting butter on everything. It's uh, the uh, yeah. Okay, so Mommy might go to Nashville not to order food. No, there. You, the, you are you tripping hard. You gotta get the hot chicken, hard, you gotta get the hot chicken like, in Nashville. Butter is just so. I mean, if you don't Ugh. like there, this type of butter, I just Gary, like, talk to Gary Trotsforce while you're there. Gary, Gary, yeah, call up my buddy Gary. It was Trance. a member earlier when I mispronounced. You said Jerry, you said Jerry. Jerry, sorry, Gary, Gary. And if Rick, you put it with a J, would it be Jari then? Jari Trotz. You are Jerry. Cheery. Well, anyway, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Either way, either way, we've got a we've got a snake draft. Yeah, but anyway, what Cody uh, mentioned earlier, Atlanta is looking for another NHL team, and there are groups. They haven't been announced, but they want to make this happen. So obviously, the money has to be there before anything gets moving. Uh, interesting side of this is that there is another group or another team, I should say that is trying not to move in the Ottawa Senators that's having a hard time finding a seller. And now we have a seller randomly in Atlanta, Georgia, who wants to bring back the Thrashers. So kind of an interesting thing there. The NHL's already said that Ottawa's not moving, so that's not an option of Ottawa moving to Atlanta. And Atlanta's No, already, they're just going to get Deadpool, and it's going to be dope. Ryan yeah. Reynolds for the win. But Atlanta's they, already they, had... They put on a Deadpool night. Ryan Dude, Reynolds is little a Deadpool like oh, patches on their awesome. shirt. The, the colors aren't too far They're off. not too far off. It'd be sick. Just make Deadpool the Deadpool night. Logo. Deadpool the logo. Dude, you could have Chimichangas. Put like Chimichangas all over the yeah, place. Yeah, kids show up in Deadpool outfits. Well, they fun. already are doing that, actually. Yeah. Like the Deadpool Halloween costumes. Ryan Reynolds exactly. for the win. But Atlanta's already had... Two teams, the Atlanta Flames and the Atlanta Thrashers. Do you think a third run through with Atlanta somebody's no. is going to work? I don't think it really makes sense, but I will say it's kind of crazy to me how popular Florida has been able to pull off hockey in the yeah, south well, of the United Stanley States. Cups helps. Yeah. Winning Stanley well, Cups, Tampa but Tampa Bay at least, right? Tampa Bay is doing well, but then you have Florida yeah. and Sunshine. Uh, not, not they're actually, for that's a team I'm I like and I'm excited. The Florida about, Panthers would do 100 percent better if they were in Miami. I think like they are technically well. in Miami, but they're in so that's Sunrise. Miami. Yeah, yeah, they're in See, now Sunrise, they need, Florida. It's, it's like a little bit off, but like they, it's not near. A they major need that Miami city. branding. That's what they need. But like, well, if you think about it, the teams that are struggling are the teams that aren't in cities. 
like the Ottawa Senators are like two hours out of Ottawa, mm-hmm. and they're struggling because yeah, people don't, people don't want to drive. They should be in Ottawa. Yeah, that's where their new rings gonna be. their new rings. Yeah. They're trying to build in downtown. Yeah, it's like um, that's why. Um, oh, what the hell, Arizona. Their original rink was in Scottsdale, mm-hmm. even though they were called Phoenix. Yes, yeah. but it's just like even well, Scottsdale is a smaller city. But now they're trying to build one in Tempe, which is where they are currently are now. But they're trying to build it bigger because they yeah. think there's more of a market. And Scottsdale is like actually thirty minutes away mm-hmm. instead of like an hour. But you know, I'm not a fucking business guy or anything like that. Yeah. So well, I'll be honest, I haven't heard of Tempe until... Calling yourselves the Ottawa exactly. Senators and then having all of your fans downtown having to drive two hours to go see that's a game. Why? That's insane. <laughs> that's pretty... I mean, that's like, like the Blues being have, called the St. Louis Blues, but they're in Jeff City. Right, yeah. like that wouldn't oh be that Oh my God, don't... That is actually gross. Yeah. Jeff City is no man's land. No offense to anyone who lives in Jeff City. Peace and love to central Missouri, but... But dude, nothing is there. Yeah, it's out there. They got a lake. They've got a Capitol building. Those are... We've got the Capitol building. But now if you uh, if you try two times, honestly, what's going to make the third one work? You're better off going somewhere else new and trying that and it fail once than trying something that's already got a track record. I guess they're just trying to break into that central southern mm-hmm. market. But There's other places point, south. Like Louisiana then. Or it's a little bit different because with Atla- with with Georgia, the way that butts up there and where Atlanta's at geographically, I mean, you're a little bit closer to like the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. So, like, really, you're starting to talk about yeah. There's no really there. Yeah. I mean, like Tampa Bay would be the bottom. Carolina Hurricanes would be the one side. The Predators would be the other, and right. then the Dallas Stars. So you do have a chunk like, of land right there that southern has nothing. Teams, but yeah, but then Georgia on could bring top of that. Yet to think of. Is the NHL team going to bring in that much money due to football, college football, basketball, right. NASCAR is huge down there. Like that kind of stuff, you have to beat out TV rating. And wise. back to Trevor's point, they've tried it twice before. And I mean, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. The, the first time, the Atlanta Flames just kind of moved yeah. because they wanted to be in a Canadian market. The second time with the Thrashers, they were actually on pace – to do better, they 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 started off rougher than most teams because of their money, but the lockout killed them. Kind of screwed them over, and then yeah. they had to to move once again to a Canadian market to uh, to bring it back to life, basically. But it is a smaller Canadian market in Winnipeg. But Winnipeg, like we said, you know about Atlanta having multiple teams. Winnipeg is on their second team now. Named the same thing, right? But, yeah, but Canadians with a hockey team—that's always gonna. I think have they're, some they're, sort of return. Like, I'm not sure how many people know about like Winnipeg's like geographical stuff, but there's like nothing there besides the Jets. So yeah, but they're that's held, what you kind of need. Hostage. Yeah, but Captive hockey. Audience. I think in Canada, hockey spreads out farther. Obviously, yeah. So having a team with not that much around it, I think, goes farther than like. The two teams in New York, <laughs> right? You know, right? right. It's like the Islanders are kind the of Islanders thing the is Island. always weird to me. Yeah. And then the, the but like the state of New York has three hockey teams. They have Buffalo, New York, <gasps> New York, yeah. New York, and New and Long yeah. Island, New York. Yeah. So one state has three teams. The only other state that has three is California: Anaheim, San Jose, Los Angeles. <laughs> Which is not a hockey state when you think about it. No. But Anaheim, San Jose, and LA are major cities yeah and the only two cities that are kind of missing that 
in the United States is Atlanta, Georgia, and like Kansas City, Missouri, or two, mm-hmm. and Houston, Texas, another one, are like mm-hmm. big boy, you know, markets. population markets that yeah. don't have a hockey team, but they do have football, they do have basketball, they do have baseball, you know, stuff like that. They've got all the other stuff. I mean, people are talking about Toronto having another team. Toronto could easily do that. But then you're messing with a city that has an original has a, sex You're dividing a city team. instead of dividing a state. That's a bit different. But you have an original you're, sex. You're yeah, you'd be messing with an original sex team. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're, you're and you're kind of biting else. on that no matter if. You know, it's yeah. like the same way of putting a team in Michigan again. If you put a team with Montreal, it's like you're really going to ruin a whole Yeah. I think the original six era. are kind of untouchable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can't. And I think I think Fox, Bruins, Montreal, Detroit. Yeah, I think the I think if a this hasn't happened in a long time, but like if one of the original six teams did like turn into an Arizona, I think the I don't think the league would let it go that far. I think the league would, they would do really something. push because they are an original six and they've been around for almost a hundred years. However, isn't the Rangers an original six? Yeah, mm-hmm. they do have New York Islanders, yeah. which I know is in Brooklyn, and that didn't. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, but they, I don't think I've ever met an Islanders they, fan. But they have. But they do have a good space between each other. Yeah. But New York population is so big that they can support two basketball teams. They can do two, two everything. Teams, I mean, they've had the two football. Two, you say the same thing with Chicago because Chicago could Chicago potentially huge, do that. That's the third yeah, largest they, they population. They do the two baseball teams, in, right? Yeah, yeah so they could. Because so doesn't LA have and it's like a Cubs? I mean, that's a pretty OG team. They could. That's recent, but yeah. They could right potentially now. do Chicago if they wanted to. Dude, it'd be sweet. To I don't think Blackhawks. I, mean, I feel being, like I'll always be in place. Yeah, being in St. Louis, we deal with Chicago fans a lot because of the, how close mm-hmm. they are. I don't think Chicago fans would want another team. No. no. They're rabid that, <laughs> with peace and love to Blackhawks fans. Tell us how you really feel, I, I, I'm one of those guys that has always appreciated the talent that they've been able to pull through there, and I definitely laughed when they did some of their last trades. Um, but yeah, yeah, I guess growing up as a uh, in the St. Louis area, you meet a lot of people from Chicago who um, are barely even hockey fans. Love the Hawks, and uh, the Hawks had a run there for a while where right. they definitely had bragging rights. So yeah, it was a dynasty for sure. Hard to make, yeah, hard to make friends on that. And also, hopefully, hard to uh, make friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who are these people? Well, no, they're just so like rings. Rings and I'm like, okay, three cups in six years. Sorry, I don't mean to interject here, but you reminded me of uh, Evan was talking about this before in a later podcast where he was uh, saying that, like, you'll go to games and you'll find a fan of a team, like, they're wearing, like, say Blues versus Nashville, for example. You'll yeah. still find there's three a Black people with a Blackhawks There's Hawks six oh, Blackhawks yeah. fans, and they're always like wearing Patrick the jerseys. jerseys. <laughs> It's like, why are y'all here? They're like, we just like hockey. Which just is hockey fans. Which is a, yeah. Fair, which is fun. Yeah. Which is But it's fair. like, if I went, like, I would probably do the same thing. If I went to a Nashville versus, like, Tampa Bay game, I'd wear a Blues jersey. But I have a Nashville jersey that I'd probably just wear. Mm-hmm. You you have enough to go to a few different games. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I remember seeing the Blues post, uh, like, you know, like, in the intermission, kind of like, oh, you know, like, lost fan alert. And yeah, be guys with Chicago Black Sox jerseys. Or yeah, like or Detroit. Islanders. Detroit is another good one around here. You, yeah. There's always a guy with Detroit. There's always a guy with a Washington Capitals. My brother's it's just any Detroit. Red <laughs> yeah, it's any red so, so weird. To find. It's so weird. Tell Paul that. Do you guys feel like we sometimes butt heads on some of these topics? All the time. Yeah, but you know what doesn't make us butt heads? Butt ends. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was pretty solid, right? That was solid. Yeah. It was really good. Good transition. We needed to move on anyway. We did. We did. Okay, but if you wanted something to put on the end of your stick, go to buttends.com, www.buttends.com with a Z, not an S, all lowercase, all one word. Find the grip that you want. At the cart. And just like the Walmart checkout, you're going to do self-checkout yourself. When you go check out, apply discount code FANVILLE PODCAST, all lowercase, one word. Secure that checkout, and then you're done. Make sure you DM us that picture of you using the butt end. And you know what? Maybe we'll share it. Maybe we'll share it. You never know. We'll put it on our new Facebook page. Yeah, there you go. Social media arsenal. Yeah. (laughs) We are. We are are really reaching out to the 40-plus-year-olds. To anyone listening, thank you. Still, go get your butt ends at www.buttends.com. I did have this question. So we actually are selling a couple of these that, that I know, like that I know of. Uh, and what people, the one of the main questions I do get on this is, are there goalie and player ones? Because on their marketing stuff, they really heavily, like they're Push really the heavy on the player stuff. Mm-hmm. They actually make the goalie ones with like the knobs on the end. They actually also make like grip tape. It's like sandpaper basically that goes on your blade Mm -hmm. that you like, you know, you put on. No, for both. For for both. That you put on and basically like. It basically takes away the tape. Textured. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally sandpaper. But, you know, it's like. It takes hmm. this. Yeah. Less tape. But they have that on there too. And that discount code. Just see how that feels. Because I like using a lot of wax. Yeah. Yeah. Wax is awesome. That discount code works for anything on their website, not yeah. just the physical button product. Nice, nice, nice. Now moving on to the trade deadline. That's why we're all here. We're gonna only we're gonna run through all thirty-two teams. Obviously, some of them didn't make that much noise during the trade deadline. We're only gonna talk about the notable trades, though. We're gonna kind of comment on each one. Uh, moving on. And then at the end of this, we're going to do a little trade deadline draft just for fun. It's going to be a snake draft because Drew loves a good snake draft, uh, mainly because he's the first pick in this one. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go alphabetical. So <laughs> No pressure. But anyway, butt ends. www.buttends.com. Oh, man. Apply it. Drew's a fucking butthead. Apply it. Wow. Drew's a butthead.com. Wow. Okay. I see how it is. So Anaheim didn't do much during the trade deadline. They were sellers like most thought. So they got rid of pieces, got some draft picks back, minor league players. Moving on to Arizona, they also really didn't do anything. But one of their main things that they did do was something NHL told you not to do. And they did it anyway because they're Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. So they pick up Jacob Vorchek from. The Columbus Blue Jackets, who is basically retired, but he's not going to say that yet because he still wants his paycheck, to the point where they traded him to Arizona so that they can add him to the LTIR fund that they got going on. Basically, they're, they're building a hot ultimate team over there. That's what it is. That. So, like last week, we you know when we, that alumni game is going to be sick. Yeah, when we talked last week, they added uh, Shea Weber. They actually have more LTIR money than they do current roster Contracts. money. Yeah. yeah. And that's just to get to the yeah, cap floor, but none of it's I, I remember seeing the Batman being like, we're going to be watching LTIR trades this deadline, and it's like, well, you know, and then you've got this right here. Well, the only reason this one worked is because they traded a piece. They traded a prospect back, and picks were all, so it's not... They, it's not they, just they, they Yeah, what they, okay. wanted, they, what they wanted to stop was, here's Jacob Vorchek for future considerations. So his future considerations, like, talk to me later? 
future considerations is supposed to be I'm your first next, guy you go to. No, next time we trade, you cut the slack. You, we bring so this up. Yeah, so, so instead of yeah. me in, instead of you giving me a third round pick for that player, you're giving me a second. Okay. Because I took on Vorchek's contract ten years ago. Still yeah, mm-hmm. that's wild. We really haven't seen any of those come to fruition yet because the future considerations kind of nuke it on the block. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> and you it just know. seemed like to me it just seemed like a nice way to say, yeah, we're just getting rid of this player. Yeah, without so like Max Pacioretty was traded from Vegas to Carolina, Carolina for future considerations. Now Max Pacioretty is a big player, mm-hmm. and he was hurt, and he's hurt again now that he's not even going to play. But like, when has when would you ever think in your head, yeah, we're going to give him to the Carolina Hurricanes, a good team making them better. And you get nothing in return. The only reason they did that because they Vegas thought it was, was really the cap. Out. Oh, the and cap. They had, to, they had to get rid of somebody, and Max Pacioretty was someone who was hurt, who obviously isn't producing because yeah, he's hurt. hurt. So, and he, you know, took millions of dollars off the cap so they could fit wow. under the cap. It's all. I see it from the team's perspective. Yeah, it's just cap that. gymnastics, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't. The team shouldn't have to be doing this, and they never did. Until COVID hit, and then the caps locked at eight at eight uh, eighty one or whatever. It was eighty two something right. million, and it hasn't moved since. So, like teams like Toronto, who were already at the cap, got screwed over because they thought next year is going to go up another two, and then the year after it's going to go up another two, and the year after it's going to go one, and stuff like that. So they they weren't ready for the five year stoppage. Right. Boston picked up Tyler Bertuzzi. Kind of a kind of a big you know big trade. Cody brought up earlier when he saw that buttons was a part of this that Tyler Bertuzzi could use buttons. He could use some buttons again. Use the discount code Fanville Podcast, all lowercase one word. Yeah. Cover your butt. Really driving at home. Yeah, we are. This is Drew's favorite. The, Drew loves this one. I misspoke the first time. Sue me later. <laughs> Sue me later. Wow, you're really taking off the deep end there. <laughs> Buffalo has picked up Jordan Greenway from the Minnesota Wild. Not kind of an under the radar. I like I like the move a lot. Yeah. I think Buffalo needed someone grittier yeah. and someone that's more of an enforcer role, and Jordan Greenway provides that and skill. Being a team that's on the playoff bubble and being a wild card team, I think that even though he's not going to bring a lot of goal scoring, I think he's going to bring a lot of good two way play, and he's kind of like the poor man's Jamie Ben. I'd like to put mm-hmm. it, you know, of of how he plays. So originally when. I, I was talking about this. I said the Jets instead of Buffalo because I got them confused. Somehow. Yeah. The Calgary Flames did basically nothing until almost the deadline. They picked up Troy Stetcher from the Arizona Coyotes. That's kind of their only trade they made. Once again, they're another bubble team that you know needs to either decide if they're going to be a playoff team or decide if they're going to miss and be in the draft. And they just kind of decided, I think, they're sellers. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Carolina picked up Shane Gossesbear and Nessie Pooley-Yarvey. So two... Very noble names. Yeah, these are, these are, like, these are a big deal. Especially PRV. I'm interested on the PRV one. Because I know he, he wanted he, out. Yeah, he did not fit in Edmonton. Yeah. No. He, and it he, took a, a different player for him to get moved. He's a very high draft pick that just hasn't worked in the NHL. He kind of reminds me of Neil Yakupov. Edmonton I mean, but picks. Yakupov did what, like two, three seasons before you know, he totally Yakupov bounced? Yakupov was the first overall pick. I remember. Yeah. But 
I mean, Puyarvi's at least around. Had he probably he's probably been in the league for seven, eight years, but he didn't play. He was hurt. He bounced from team to team, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Puyarvi hasn't done that, but the, uh, his, he was drafted like he was in the top ten, oh. and he just hasn't turned into like the players that were taken above him are like superstar, all star games, stuff like that, and he's just not like hmm. when he was in the World Juniors. He was on a line with Sebastian Ajo, and Sebastian Ajo was the worst player on that line. Wow. And now Sebastian Ajo is an all-star every year, basically. Right. Chicago did absolutely nothing but trade off pieces that we'll get to later. Colorado, they picked up Lars Eller and Jack Johnson again. So last year they got rid of Jack Johnson in the offseason. They pick him up again for a playoff run. Lars Eller from the Capitals comes over as like a third-line center See, I think the Lars Eller one is bigger than a lot of people think. Because I think, I think Colorado needs like, just a little extra punch if they want to repeat. Because you lost guys like Kadri. Mm-hmm. Like, Eller fills the, in the role. Plus, he also scored the game-winning goal for the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think Eller going to Colorado is a bigger deal than a lot of people would probably think. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, they did nothing but sell pieces off, being the worst team in the league. Dallas. <laughs> Go for Bedard. Yeah. Basically. But Dallas, uh, they picked up Max Domi from Chicago, and they picked up Evgeny Dadanov. Uh, to add to their team, Dallas is kind of one of those teams that no one talks about. But they're doing that gross. Are, yeah, they're doing, you know, they're doing really good. And those two players, Domi and Dadanov, you know, put the puck in the net, you know, add depth scoring to that team. Detroit, in a playoff push, Decides to sign Larkin to an eight-year deal, but then decides to sell at the deadline. Kind of confusing, but you know their GM has told us multiple times if if he doesn't think the team's going to win, he's going to try to make the team better. So if they were to make playoffs, they'd probably play Boston in the first round. Eiserman's not a dumbass; he probably thinks they're probably going to lose that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's like, instead of making the playoffs, I'd rather wait, not save. tank, but. Fall. I would rather miss yeah, and fall and keep get your Larkin. Better, yeah. Well, yeah. They got rid of Tyler Bertuzzi, though. That's kind of the confusing that part. That was a weird move to me, yeah. but I don't know. But did you know this was his, this is his last year on the contract, and he actually ended up re-upping with Boston too. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that maybe he didn't want to sign with Detroit. Maybe you know not. what I mean? Maybe they knew ahead of time, and he was like, okay, well, if you're not going to sign, we want to get you get something for we you. We want to get some, and they did. Mm-hmm. Looks like I think a lot of these. GMs are starting to figure out okay, why why try so hard this year? Because apparently the 2023 draft class is supposed to be like McDavid's draft class. Like it's supposed you, to be a pretty stacked. Draft. You get like the top, like the top 15 are going to be like, like well known. They players. might make your freaking starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. that's exciting though. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we saw the World Juniors. That World Juniors was flying, dude. It's, yeah. That was one of the better World Junior tournaments. And I think it went under the radar because people just didn't pay attention to it because that was two World Juniors in about like four months or five months or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay, anyway. The Edmonton Oilers picked up Nick Bukestad from Arizona and they also picked up Matias Uckholm from Nashville. Like we said earlier, Nashville building and drafting good defensemen. They get traded away. There's an example of it. Florida didn't really do too much. Once again, they're another playoff team on the bubble. Uh, L.A., kind of surprising. They pick up... Uh, I butcher this dude's name every single let time. Let me try it. Let me try it. Vlad, which one? The first one. Vlad Gar... Oh, <laughs> man. Gavrikov. 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 
But uh, they pick up him from Columbus, and they also pick up Jonas Corposalo, exiting peace, Jonathan Quick to Columbus. Not happy I would have never that. seen that coming. Something for him. I, I thought happy. for certain King was, or King. Jeez. I thought for certain Quick was going to be a king for life. We'll get on that later. Yeah, that comes up later. Let's finish this whole thing. Minnesota, I think, you know, they're kind of clearly in the central division. They're going to make it. Uh, they kind of go big here at the deadline. They get rid of Jordan Greenway, but they pick up Oscar Sundquist, Gus Nyquist, Marcus Johansson, and John Klingberg. That's a haul, and that's four new guys, plus what they did before the deadline added to your roster. Kind of similar to what Toronto did, just not as high caliber of players as of recent. Their team's been doing okay because you know adding four new guys is kind of a shock it's to the a system. Big shock. Twenty games from now, how do you see these players, you know, adapting to the Minnesota Wild play, like how they play as a group? I think, I, I think it works ahead, well. Dude. Sorry, I just I'm just like, it's... do we have to start raising our hands like kindergarten here, kids? Yeah. Yeah, we do. I have a question. No, I think I think this works really well for Minnesota. Um, a lot of a lot of what they, I, in my opinion, their issue was they only had top end scoring. Yeah, they have Kirill Kaprizov, and the, some I will say some of their younger guys, Boldy, Boldy. Yeah, like those guys are Putting good now. Imagine them five years from now. I hope Sunquist gets to settle down somewhere. I miss him from the Blues. Mm-hmm. I really like him. I know this. He must have came from Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think he should fit into their play. He's pretty rough and tumble. I don't mm. know how he is since the uh, knee surgery, but he's been slower. Like physically, you yeah. can see he's not as fast, but he still plays the but same. He's still way. like I will I, tough like guy. the Blues won more games with him in the lineup than they did without, and it's like a very clear shocking number. Like it's a yeah. very big difference, and as you can see now, he's not on the team, and we we suck. So. I I mean, we brought back Sammy Blay. I'm kind of surprised we didn't bring back Oscar Sundquist since he's on the market. The Montreal Canadiens pick up Dennis Guriano. We just skipped over Trevor. (laughs) I thought he was done. (laughs) I didn't say a single word. (laughs) Sorry, Trev. No, it's fine. Keep going. No, no, tell us. You like Marc-Andre Fleury. Tell us about his team. True. (laughs) I do like Marc-Andre Fleury. No, I think the reason why they made such a big push is only because I think every time a team gets into the playoffs, their first and second round or first round, second round, their first and second lines are always not the ones doing the point, like getting mm-hmm. the points. It's always a third and fourth. I think they're trying to add depth to the lineup, or in order to have their third and fourth lines put pucks in the back of the net. As well as that's why you got Ryan Reeves in there to add some more physicality to that team. That's why I I understand anyone's like it's like Toronto and Rangers who do so well. Maybe not because they're really heavy on the first and two lines, but they don't have much in the third and fourth. Maybe have one player, but that's not going to put points in the or pucks in the net. No, I understand what you're saying. I think Toronto and New York's look at it is when they add top-line players, it moves people down the lineup. So you are fulfilling that, but it's with someone already in your organization. We shall see. I mean, that's why I feel like the the Sunquist is an interesting pickup. The, the Klingberg, I'm, I'm, I... I mean, he was basically a rental for Anaheim. Picked him up off of free agency. See so if you can go deep for a cup run with him. Yeah, well. I mean, I guess they're really gearing up for, yeah. for something. 
Okay, now we're going to get to Montreal and Dennis Gurionov from Dallas. Kind of another under-the-radar one. Obviously, Montreal not going to make it, but I think next season Gurionov will you know, prove his, why they got traded. We're halfway through. We're going to throw in a red bubble ad. Oh, I did one? Well, you did so good last time. Yay! All right, do you guys want coffee mugs? I know it's past <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> you know, actually, you know, I was thinking about this. We're drinking on this table right now. We don't have the Fanville coffee mugs. No, we do, we, nor coasters. I was wondering about the coasters. Yeah, we don't have the freaking so you guys Fanville, have Hockeyville co- coasters. But if I go Fanville. to Redbubble and look up Fanville, Ho- Fanville Podcast, I can find yes. those coasters? And you know where you can also find the link? To that, where can I find it? It's in the bio in your it's on Instagram. In the bio, actually. and Facebook now, and I Facebook, actually, and TikTok, don't know where TikTok, that is. all Ooh. social media platforms. We got the link in the bio. It just nice. takes three clicks, Six. maybe maybe five if you buy. Please buy. So get you a pack of those coasters, put your buttered biscuits on them, and make sure that you keep your recording area clean. Yeah. Look at that. Especially since Evan just spittled all over the place. He did. I didn't know. I didn't did. spit. I yeah. moved my cup a little faster so than a normal person So let's get some of those would. coasters. Yeah. Do, do, they, do we sell napkins? No. We, we do hockey napkins. We sell blankets, though. Maybe we can use... Maybe, do they sell towels? No. Oh, well, there we go. We, we don't do. want you rubbing your nuts with a Fanville towel. Dude, you had to make this so bad. So, anywho, <laughs> I will say, check us out on Redbubble. On the Redbubble thing, we've added new designs. So, we do have more to choose from. Mm, I'm going to let you guys figure that out, though. Ooh, coasters. More coasters. All right, now going to the second half of the league. We're halfway through the trade deadline. As we know, they you know got rid of some key pieces. New Jersey. Another team that's basically locked in a playoff spot. They pick up Curtis Timo Lazar Meyer. and Timo Meyer. Timo I Meyer. totally forgot about that. Interesting trade. move. The New York Islanders, they pick up Pierre Ingval from the Toronto Maple Leafs, basically as a cap dump. Yeah. But if you think about it, Toronto's old GM was Lou, and Lou is now with the Islanders. Who drafted Pierre Ingval? Lou. Lou. It all so comes back to Lou. Here's your sign. Yeah. The New York Rangers... They made a couple trades, but the big one was Patrick Kane. Stop eating we, my goddamn I, I have to interrupt and say a moment of my own personal silence for Tarasenko. Missing Tank, man. And he's going to be on the same for team For a moment of as silence, this Kane. is not very silent. I Which said is, it was like Isn't a, it weird, though, as like of either Blues or Blackhawks fan, that those guys went up against each other and now for years, like, yeah, and now they're on the same damn line half the time? I it's thought gonna, so, too. It's, it's interesting. But we're supposed to be unbiased here. Supposed oh, no, no, no. I'm a guest. I'm a guest <laughs> who is a, who's a Blues fan. Uh, I oh, already no, slandered I mean, Blackhawks fans. Know. You know, yeah, it, most it, people already kind of know, and most people that do listen are from the St. Louis area. So no, 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 it's okay. You we guys have, are totally have some NHL on the radar from other places. But I also nice. just wanted to mention it because even though yeah. that's not a trade deadline one, that was um, a really big schwa, big, big change. Yeah, not shocked it happened. Ottawa Senators pick up Patrick Brown from the Flyers, and they pick up Jacob Chikrin from the Arizona Coyotes. Chikrin, after almost two years of requesting a trade, finally got dealt, and it barely, you know, got done. He goes to Ottawa. So Chikrin is on the Ottawa Senators now. Ottawa fighting for one of the wild card spots in the East. Philadelphia traded out some pieces, but they picked up Brendan Lemieux from. Are they trying to create like the worst locker room atmosphere ever? 
No clue. Because you've got guys like Tony D'Angelo, Brendan Lemieux, guys that are like notorious for. People Why are you just bashing people, them? Drew? You never met them. They could be great. People. I'm interested to hear this. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, there, like there's been dang. issues with like these players where people don't like them for various reasons. Maybe, Maybe so. they want to be the Broad Street Bullies Part Two. You know what? I didn't even think of that. That's Maybe fair. they should use butt ends. <laughs> Have a spearing competition. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see that in the locker room. Take a take a bite or something from somebody. <laughs> but I bet you we've all have. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Penguins pick up Dmitry Kulikov, Nick Bellino again, and Mikel Granlin. San Jose and Seattle were basically unactive. Kind of surprised to see Seattle not do anything since they are in a playoff spot. But on the flip side, I'm also not surprised because they don't want to be in playoffs. They want to be getting a farm system going. But right. playoffs are just a nice you know, bonus. Little, yeah, a little nice little thing. I think their here. team's doing well with it as it is right now. I don't think they want to change anything. No, either. I think they're I think they're kinda of just you know, rolling. St. Louis they pick up uh, Jacob Verana from Detroit. Interesting Is uh, he hurt right now? No. Oh, no, no, he, oh, he, I thought he was. He he was, and then he came back and played for the AHL team just to get some you know conditioning, yeah, you know, okay. get some reps yeah. in, right? Get some reps, and then he went to the player, uh, the PA. What is it called, Drew? Assistance thing, yeah, NHL yeah, PA. But for whatever he had there, basically kind of like a second chance for him here with St. Louis. Mm. Uh, the only thing I think about it is that he was on waivers earlier this year and the Blues had to pay a draft pick for him when you could have got him later or earlier for, nothing. for literally nothing. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Tampa Bay threw in a freaking boatload for uh, Tanner Janot. They sent like five picks on a prospect for who one I guarantee person. guarantee half people don't even know who this guy is. No. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a good player. He. Beat he's the a good shit player. out of Riley Stillman last night. Yeah. One punt, or not one punt. Okay, so where'd he, where'd he come from? Nashville. Nashville. Drafted Nashville. by Nashville. And yeah, Nashville. Worked up to the farm system. Yeah. Pretty good player. He's, once again, Tampa Bay, ever since they won those cups, their plan is to build a third line. Every year, that's what they've done. They've built a third line because they trust their top two, and the fourth line's just, the four, you know, the fourth line, they're never really out there that much. But every year that they've won, they've built a pretty stellar third line of, like, random people that no one would know except for people that watch a little too much hockey. Like and this. I think that's a good pickup. Nat, kudos to Nashville for getting a freaking boatload in return for one person. But, you know, that might help out Barry Trotz in the future. Uh, Toronto picks up Luke Shen, Jake McCabe, and Sam Lafferty, plus other things that they did earlier Toronto made the most moves on trade deadline. They brought in six roster players, and they only got rid of three. So there's a little bit of a log jam. They really there. don't want to get lost in the first round. They have nine NHL active and rostered defensemen on their team right now. Oh, my goodness. And you can only dress seven. six. Well, Depending which way you fly. Yeah. Or flow, whatever. Uh, Vancouver... This is kind of a weird one to me. They they trade with Detroit for Philip Hironic. Two teams not really in it, trading a big piece. He is a big piece. I feel you could have got more if you would have traded him to a contender, but maybe they you know maybe they didn't want him. Vegas Golden Knights pick up Teddy Bluger and Ivan Barbashev, and in a secondary trade, 
with Jonathan Quick. So Jonathan Quick goes from L.A. to Columbus, Columbus to Vegas. Yeah, Just Columbus getting legend thrown Jonathan around. Quick. Yeah, played zero games. Never flew to Columbus. Never left L.A., actually. <laughs> but still a Columbus legend, Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Washington Capitals picked up Rasmus Sandin, one of the Toronto players that they actually got rid of. That's already paying out for them. And last but not least on Winnipeg is Drew's favorite team, uh, Vlad Nemesnikov. So he's been on about half the league now. I always thought his name was Nemestinkov. (laughs) (laughs) Nemestinkov. Well, we got another ad here. You want to read that? Or Discord. You should join it. All right, Fanville's trying to make the biggest hockey group chat ever. Damn right. We need your help. Trevor's so, in it. Yeah. Find find the link <laughs> in the bogus. description below <laughs> on all of our socials and go to the Discord. All right? We're there. We have fun. We like to talk hockey. You get sneak peeks into episodes because we talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to do an NHL trade deadline draft. Thank God we got there. So how this draft is going to work, we're not drafting the best players. We're drafting the players that are going to affect their team the most in the last 20 games. So most people would say that Kane was the biggest pickup in the offseason. He might not factor in to be one of the best players in the last 20 games. So kind of think of it as that. It's not best player draft. You're not drafting a franchise. You're drafting pieces for your rush. For the playoffs and stuff like that. So most of the time, teams that aren't making playoffs probably shouldn't count. Mm -hmm. We're going to start with Drew, Cody, Trevor, myself. And it's going to be a snake draft. Because Drew Drew loves a good snake draft. Mm -hmm. I do like snakes. So Drew's going first overall. Who are you taking in the most... I guess important deadline piece picked up. I gotta go with Ryan O'Reilly. I think I think I think for Toronto, uh Ryan O'Reilly adds exactly one of the pieces they need to help them push past the first round. And mm-hmm. I think I think like overall Ryan O'Reilly's already played great for them. So I think it's pretty safe for me to pick that one as first overall. Right. Cool. That is a pretty big one. Um Ryan honestly, O'Reilly's off the board, so anyone else? Ryan O'Reilly's off the board. Man, that's tough. Um, I'd say first, really, I think the Bertuzzi one's going to be pretty big. You bastard. Sorry. <laughs> I know that one's already on the that, board. It's a pretty one big was one. my pick. Because he got two <laughs> points in his first game. I mean, he's he's huge wherever you put him, it seems like. Motherfucker. So. <laughs> Snipe. <laughs> All right, Trevor, your first pick. That's why you back up some backups. Uh, here here might be one. I'm going to go with Jonas Corposalo. And the only reason why I say that is L.A. has not had the goaltending at all this year. They've had the very offensive power team, but they have not had the goaltending to back it up. And I feel like since Jonas has been the backup to Merzlikins this whole time, I think now he's going to have the confidence as he's in the playoff push that he'll and he's a start. He'll be the starter. Yeah, he's basically the guy. Yeah, yeah that he'll have the confidence and get that team uh, back to where it needs to be in goaltending. I want to pick a defenseman. I'm going to go with Dmitry Orlov. That's a really good one. He's basically got a goal and assist or more in every single game he's played with Boston, Mm -hmm. if you average it out. So, in our first round, we took off Ryan O'Reilly, Tyler Bertuzzi, Jonas Corposalo, and Dmitry Orlov. So, snake draft, it's back to me. I'm going to take another defense. I'm taking Chikrin. Fuck you! That was, yep. You are an asshole. All right, Trevor, good luck. 
There's that many in there. Uh, I'll do. Um, I'll do Payarvi. I'll do Payarvi. There you go. You think he's gonna fit well in Carolina? I think, I think he will. I think give him new spot. <laughs> it's a fresh start somewhere. Give him. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with a defenseman as well, but I'm actually kind of stuck between two since Chitrin's gone. I think I'm gonna go with uh, Ronick. I mean, know oh, that that you know IRL he got picked up in kind of a weird trade that mm. doesn't really contribute too much to the playoffs, but um, he's he's huge. Good old Vancouver trying to do something. I am also going to go with a defenseman. I'm going with Ekholm. Mm. I think Ekholm. While he may not be putting up points, I think he's that defensive piece Edmonton needs right now. In order to make sure everything like stays locked up for them. Yeah. The only bad part about that trade was they had to send Tyson Berry. And yeah. Tyson Berry was their power play dude. Yeah. But Ackholm can clearly do that. But if you could if they could have found a way to keep Nurse, Berry, and Ackholm, that's three top two forwards on one team. Or uh, defense. Top two forwards. forwards. Yeah. All right, Drew, back to you. Back to me. All right, with my last pick, I'm going to have to... Ooh, see there I'm like I'm bouncing between two right now. What old Sam? I have three because I feel like two both of you are gonna steal two of mine. So I'm just gonna basically be left with the one. So uh one that's probably gonna make like a really big impact, I think, is Lars Eller. That was not one of the three that I thought in my head. Well good. Now you have one. Because if Cody takes the other one. So I'm thinking another defenseman. Um, this was actually who I was torn with in the other round. Um, and now that I think about it, I think his impact is going to be much more noticeable. It's going to be Luke Shen with Toronto. Because for um, me, it was Lars Eller or Luke Shen? Luke, Luke Shen is, first of all, a Shen brother. So he's definitely going to put it all out on the ice for sure. And just um, I picked him up on waivers in our fantasy league, and he's been huge yeah. for me. I've been like, no, I'm keeping him. He's I've, great. I've given up. At picked this him point. up as a rental, yeah. and he's, well, he's awesome. Well, he basically was in the lineup, out of lineup, been up, you know, on Vancouver. Now on Toronto, he's he's in. he's in. Yeah. And like we said, the only the only thing I would worry about with him from a, from a fantasy perspective is they do have nine defensemen, so they might, right. you know, he might not be getting on the ice too much. Yeah. Ooh, I'm stuck with three now. I just, right, I just we gotta pick one. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Mm. I have two, so I'm safe no matter who you take. Yeah, I know you're safe. I'll I'll do this one. I'll I'll do Timo Meyer. I think he'll do very well. My other two was actually going to be Dadanov, who was actually pretty decent. Or the other one was going to be, um, oh, fudge, I just had it. The one guy. The one guy. The that one, one guy. Nemistikov? Oh, no, uh, Barbashev. Mm. I had Barbashev in my thing. Barbashev, I think. Barbashev. That'll be interesting fit. to if see. There was, if there was a fourth round, I would probably go with Barbashev there. But. Yeah, he was on my cusp. I said Timo Meyer because we haven't actually picked big names in this draft, really. Besides me with Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly is a big name, but we haven't said Patty Kane. We haven't said Tarasenko. Like, he might pick one. I mean, Patty Kane, I don't really... I don't see him doing much. I don't he see didn't, him doing He hasn't much. done much the last two games. Vladdy's They've made lost more, both games. Vlad yeah. came in and did Vladdy's his little flashy thing. made so. more of an impact already than anything, because he's already yeah. got a goal as well as two points as far as assist. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he's happy. And I have a feeling he's going to pick it. I'm going to take Bo Horvath. Whoa! Big... 
big move. I he's forgot on about the Horvath's Islanders. move. I forgot about that one. He, mm-hmm. I think he's 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 scored or he's put up a point in almost every game that he's played. He's averaged really out. You were holding on to that one. So well, I was holding on to Timo Meyer. See if I could get him <laughs> last overall, and then he took him. I gotta say, I feel like the Horvat. That, that might be one of the most steal. impactful of this. Do we want to do a fourth round? I would love to do a fourth round. Okay, well, we already know the draft order. It's basically the second round again. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm going to save you because I already know you're picking. The, God, see, Patrick Kane is stands out just because of who he is, but I think the Rangers would have done good without him. Same with Tarasenko. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, okay, you know what? I'm gonna take a goal. I'm taking Jonathan Quick. He might not be the actual starter, but I think he'll get him wins down the road. Like, you know, he might steal games. Yeah, that's a. Don't I'm not. I'm not it. too don't, happy don't with that. It. Don't but, love it. Yeah. Don't hate it. Don't love it. I'm not happy with that. But there's only you know a limited amount of people we have. Hmm. Here's one that we actually, I just now saw. But not. Yeah, Nieder Rider. You know Nieder Rider. I have not thought about that one at all. And I know I skipped Barbashev and Dadanov. But I know <laughs> Everyone Nieder. he just talked about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Niederreiter is actually a very good player, and he impacts a lot. Mm-hmm. So, and I know this, and yeah, I know Winnipeg's been very under the radar. Do they're dropping now? So I, they are starting to drop. I think, well, they've been a wild card spot. Or, no, they're still in the third. Yeah, but they're really close to a wild card spot. Yeah, they've got 74 points. First wild card has... Wait, what? 74. Well, yeah, the only oh, yeah. Colorado has to take him. Where, where did Nino go again? He went to Winnipeg. 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 I know Winnipeg is starting to drop, but... All right, Cody. Fourth and final pick this is the bonus round. We didn't know what we were even doing. pick is the bonus round. Man, well, that's... Hell, we could do another round if we really wanted to. That's tough. We I mean, honestly, I don't even... I would have to say probably Barbashev. I know that got talked on, but like... That's a piece that did a lot in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I think he'll fit that play style pretty well for for where he's going. Um, dude's a grinder with skills. He's awesome. All right, Drew, you're, you started it, and now you're ending it. Sandine. I got to Rasmus Sandine. Uh, for the Capitals, I mean, what, his first game, he got, what, like a goal and three assists? Something like that. Something like that, something crazy. If that's what's to come for Washington, that's a fantastic pickup. They're another one of those teams that are kind of was kind of weird. They bought and sold at the deadline, you know, and they they told Ovechkin that as long as he Goes for the was record. there, as he was going for the record, that they'd make the team competitive. But they got rid of Orloff and Larkin, you know, older pieces. Larkin, <laughs> Lars Eller, sorry, <laughs> but you know they got rid of some older pieces, and they brought in some younger. So maybe they still are doing that. Maybe they're waiting for the off season mm-hmm. to make some bigger splashes. Uh, two trades we really didn't get into because they're not really notable separately, but they're kind of notable as a trade. Nick Ritchie and Brett Ritchie are the first brothers to be traded for one another in NHL history since the league started tracking it. So the league started tracking it. God knows. Like started in the, like tracking in the brother trades? <laughs> no, just trades, like keeping records and stuff like that. But that has that's happened, basically. Interesting. So, so I wonder how that makes you like feel. Like, oh, you, you want the better one? You want the better Richie? Okay, cool. The funny what, thing what is, the one, just, one, the one is from one. Arizona going to Calgary. The one's from Calgary going to Arizona. It's like, wow, okay. 
Uh, Keandre Miller uh, has been suspended three games for spitting on Drew Doughty, so not the best. I, I read a thing on that. That was an accident. He didn't mean that one. Yeah, it was. It, well, it was like, like, let me review the tape. He spit right at him. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me review like the that. tape. Like he even went up to uh, Doughty afterwards. Doughty and said, hey, it, that wasn't. I did not mean for yeah, that. Yeah, that would just happen. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was supposed to go out of the fire and it was misfire. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And like he like and even Dowdy said it was all good. He understands. Here's some news for Boston. Yeah, of course, when you slow it down. It oh, was. when you slow it down, it does look bad. It looks bad. It hits, hits Huck and Alugi in front of a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Maybe they're just too maybe comfortable. He, maybe I think he they're... had that and he finally took a deep breath out and it just flung out. <laughs> I'm going to take a step even <laughs> back. I just think they're just so used to spitting. Yeah, like he's just, every, they all ice. probably spit way too much. Yeah. There's probably ninety percent of the ice is made from spit. It's just spit. Yeah, it's they're just, just spit. they're just refreezing spit. <laughs> refreezing spit. <laughs> the uh, the Boston Bruins got some news this week that kind of helped them out. So Taylor Hall and Nick Flynn are both out, and they're going to need surgery. The so they're out, out. Yeah, but here's the thing: they could. They're on LTIO. That's what got. This is the money that freed up for Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, they make it to the second, third round, which is not a crazy thought. They, they'd, add, they'd add a Hart Trophy winner and Nick Foligno to their you know, depth chart. That you, you, you're yeah. talking about depth earlier. That, you know. That could be scary. Yeah. Imagine the line against Taylor Hall, Foligno, and Robert Bertuzzi. Or Ugh. not Robert Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, that's a, the that's a first line on any team. Yeah. Right. As a third line, we already talked about the boss or the Boston signing Pasternak to an eight-year deal. The deal's eight years at eleven point two five million AAV. Drowning in pasta now. So yeah. that uh, now I don't really know too much about like the numbers like that, but like that seems like a giant contract for yeah, the NHL. Contract. Like, what are other comparative ones to that? Conor McDavid. So that's McDavid. More. I would also say McKinnon's also. Is McKinnon, McKinnon took Matthews. a big boy yeah. discount though. Yeah, yeah, Matthews isn't there yet. He's up after next year. And he'll be. I think Matthews is going to be thirteen something. Matthews. Could be so AAV is annual, uh, average like per yeah, yeah, year. Yeah. So he's getting eleven point two five a year. That's pretty huge. But that's for before old. taxes. Yeah. And the NHLPA fees and stuff like that. But then you times eight times eleven point two five. Yes. No, and that's, that's what he makes. Huge. That'll be his career. Yeah. Earning on that contract. Detroit, they signed Dylan Larkin, like we said earlier, eight-year deal, eight point seven million AAV. So in comparison, Detroit signs Larkin, Boston, Pasternak, both similar players, both leading goal scorers on their team. One gets, you know, three million more almost. Pasta deserves it. I can't speak on Larkin at all. I thought Larkin was actually going to move on for a while there. Well, that's, I, they, I think they he put a ring on he's it. The captain. I think if he wasn't the captain, I think he may have, may have left. But a he's been there since day captain. one. He got drafted there. He's been through all the rough because there's been yeah. no good. And now <laughs> he might as well see it. Yeah, up. now he's starting to yeah. see the trend go up, and I think he it, wants it, to see He it. would have to feel optimistic to sign eight years. Yeah. Uh, here's here's the kind of a stat that no, no one really thinks about, but it's kind of a needed uh, thing in the sport, and – Goalies like it, like me and Trevor. Mark Giordano has surpassed Chris Russell as the NHL's all-time blocked shots leader. So he's blocked 2,045 shots in his career, and that only took him 1,176 games. Trevor, what do you think about blocked shots? I hate it. 
You don't like it. Well, it's like... Cody likes plugins. No. I, I guarantee you lead the league. I want to hear <laughs> what Trevor has to say. No, because especially when it's like a far away shot. Mm-hmm. It's like, just let me see. It's like an easy save. Oh, yeah, let me see the freaking yeah. thing because then it's just like, guys, you're. it's either you block it or you don't. Don't half-ass it or else it's going to get fucking tipped and then I have to deal with the tip and it makes it worse. <laughs> That's more so my mentality towards blocking but is I usually get out of the way and let them take it. If yeah, I if know it's, it's somebody away, taking it from like yeah. above the hashes or yeah. above the circle. But yeah, if you're, but if you're, in, but what if you're in scramble mode and you're kind of not in the right spot and then one of your defensemen Takes a point. Okay, that's fine. That's but if I'm home. like, if I'm square, it's fine. Yeah, that's a, far was, shots. I understand. Like, I'd rather not have it blocked either. Leave me to my job. You can just catch it. I don't know. As a defenseman, it's tough. I don't want to get in the way because I've had them but go off my pants it. and go in that's before. Like, that pisses pisses me off. And so block it or don't. Don't fucking. Yeah. <laughs> we triggered something. I'm sorry. We should have just left this. No, it's okay. Block <laughs> shots in general are sore subject around here. <laughs> so I've I've gotten many uh, unnecessary injuries. I can't even a, count how many I've tried to block, and it's like and you tipped. missed. I can't even count how many I've actually intentionally blocked and missed. <laughs> I'm gonna block that. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna block this. Let me just die. That's one. We have two goalies here and two defensemen. Yeah. Interesting. Defense wins championships. That's why we're all here. That's why there's no forwards. Get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Forwards would be all the way out there <laughs> with the dog, petting the dog. Well, that'll do it on behalf of episode 69 and our trade deadline show. Uh, I'd like to thank Drew, Cody, and Trevor for joining me. And we hope you enjoyed uh, this week's episode. We'll see you guys next week. Evan, go ahead and eat the biscuit now. I'm not eating this. Eat the biscuit. No, you gotta Please eat, the biscuit. eat it. Evan, Dude, eat the biscuit. I made those at like 10. Evan, eat the biscuit. <laughs> Put it in the microwave and Evan. eat it. Take a no. bite of the biscuit. Just do it. I'm not eating the damn Just biscuit. Just do one. Yeah. I'll do it. Take it. Do it. Bite the biscuit. <laughs> Someone bite the biscuit. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Eat the He's biscuit. He's going to eat the biscuit. Oh, my God. We're leaving this in. <laughs> That's a fucking hockey puck. Oh, he bit the butter on his biscuit. teeth. Look. Ew. It's like, it's like curding up. <laughs> All right. And on that note, have a great week, everybody. Bye. Not bad. You've been listening to the Fanville Hockey Podcast, your one-stop source for everything NHL. You can follow the show on Instagram at Fanville Podcast. If you'd like to rep the Ville, go to shopfanville.myspreadshop.com or hit the link in our Instagram bio.